Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. It is greatly appreciated. Excuse my squeaky chair. Uh, we have not done a spring football or a USFL episode in a little bit. Uh, there hasn't been much news. A couple signings here and there, but nothing worth uh, making a whole episode about. Um, I would just like to straight up say... You know, the news and some of this, you know, the rumor. We are not sure what's going on with the USFL and the merger right now with the XFL 100%. I know they apparently signed some documents with the Department of Justice confirming the merger. Um, We're getting news of only an eight-team league. Um, Incredibly disappointing. But then I'm seeing right after that news, I see that teams that weren't listed on the eight-team list from the USFL making new signings. So I'm a little confused. Um, I don't know what's true and what's not. There's so many fake news outlets with these spring leagues. It's insane. What do you have that's like... Do you not have anything better to do? Like, if you're just creating this shit up, like, on Twitter, it's really fucking with people's actual lives. Some of the players and coaches are wondering, do I still have a job? (laughs) You know, like, stop doing that. It's crazy. But, um... Getting back to some of the news here for the USFL, um, the uh, Birmingham Stallions brought back Jace Sternberger, tight end, uh, who had 517 yards and seven touchdowns in his 2023 USFL season. Uh, he's coming back. Uh, running back Aaron Shamplin had a workout with the Atlanta Falcons uh, on November 20th, so it's good to see him getting some call-ups and looks. Well-deserved. Very shifty player. We already know what dog uh, Jay Sternberger is. Um, Drew Plitt from the Renegades in the XFL signed with the um, Bengals practice squad. Yes, he did. And this was on the 20th as well. I'm kind of going back on some um, some old news, if you will, trying to backtrack and catch me up and catch all of you up if you're not caught, your, uh, caught up yourself. Excuse me. Uh, Michigan Panthers defensive end TJ Carter got a workout with the Bears on the 21st of November, so shout out to him. He is a dog. He is very ferocious and high motor player, very strong. Uh, definitely good job for the Bears for giving him that look. Um, looking forward here, no news on a hub in Canton, apparently, and this is according to James Larson, PFN, at, on Twitter. Um, a guy I relatively trust more than anyone else pushing news out about these spring leagues. Another big signing for the Stallions, back-to-back champ squad, is uh, bringing back tight end LaMichael Petway. So bringing back both their starting tight ends is quite uh, quite the recipe that they got going, bringing back pretty much their entire fucking team. Uh, they're ready to go for another one. Uh, back-to-back-to-back, three-peat. Uh, you know, that's the best spring team football, spring football team of all time. Excuse me, I'm tongue-tied. Uh, moving forward here to the Philadelphia Stars, who were not listed but made a signing on the 22nd of November. Offensive center, or offensive guard, excuse me, CJ Perez. Good to see him come back. Um, moving forward here. Um, before I shout out some guys making some great performances from the uh, USFL and the NFL this season. Um, I want to just go over some of the other signings that are recent. Um, I would also like to quickly shout out, I did see on Fox Big Noon uh, kickoff there with Rod Woodson and that whole panel. 
there was some Michigan Panther flags out there as well as some Birmingham Stallion flags out there. So that was pretty awesome to see it kind of elevate to that capacity. Um, bear with me here. Try, I know there's a couple more signings I'm missing. I'm on my um, personal account looking at the Tea Time account. If you want to follow that, we're very adamant on coverage on all leagues and uh, we're pretty prevalent on there. So if you want some updates and some constant tweets and stuff like that, definitely check that out. Um, oh, yeah, Frank Inda, his contract was, cur- was terminated with the Michigan Panthers and he got signed to the practice squad of the Atlanta Falcons. You know, Godspeed. This guy deserved it. He is one hell of a player. Enjoyed watching him for two seasons for the Panthers. Accumulate over 200 tackles in two fucking seasons. The guy should be on a fucking team, bro. He was the 2023 DPOY for a reason. All USFL player as well. He's a great linebacker, in my opinion. One of my favorite players I was able to watch and and grow fond of through his kind of story, but also his effort, versatility, and his just overall, I guess, underdog. Because he's a little undersized, a little slow, but man, can he pack a punch. Um, Moving forward to some more signings from the Birmingham Stallions, um, probably the biggest spring football team ever, honestly, the most successful club that's come out of spring ball. Um, They re-signed wide receiver Deion Kane, and they brought in safety Kenny Robinson out of West Virginia. So that's pretty awesome to see that. They're just running it back with their team. Um, And then, again, getting into this news and these statements out here regarding the fact that there's only going to be eight teams in this merged entity and um you know the new orleans breakers and the pittsburgh maulers made a signing each today uh well actually it was yesterday technically the final day the 30th of november um which is crazy you know and and this came out after this apparent news and everyone's talking about uh, but the maulers re-signed safety bryce tornadon one of my favorite players in the usfl he is a hard-hitting, smart safety, uh, just a key component of that defense and why it was so successful. And the New Orleans Breakers signed wide receiver Sean Cohn out of New Hampshire. Good to see some new um, youth injection, some new talent being brought on. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, just it, it's crazy to see what the internet can do. And obviously that's a big reason, you know, why some of this news has kind of gotten to where it's gotten. But as far as I know, I have not seen a 100% verification that there's only going to be eight le- uh, eight teams. Excuse me. Um, maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Um, I, I'm not sure. I, I want to wait and hold off before I say anything. But as far as I know, it's going to be completely a, a revamped kind of league. Um and also another thing I'd like to shout out is Levante Taylor, cornerback for the Michigan Panthers. Seems like he might be coming out of retirement. So that's awesome to see that. Really loved watching him play for the Panthers last season. I'd like to see him maybe rejoin that defense. And Mark Thompson also said he's not going to be signing anywhere until 2024 for this exact reason because he doesn't know what's going on. And I respect that decision. I really hope that he genuinely just maybe rejoins Bo Scarborough? Question mark? Who knows? But I, I would like to see that. But I'm getting into some of the performances um, from USFL players in the NFL at this time. 
Brandon Aubrey, who I just watched on this Monday night football game. Um, the uh, Not Monday night, geez, Thursday night football game between the Seah- Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys, and he's automatic. Um, so shout out to him for kind of starting his professional career, his NFL career in a sense, with the Dallas Cowboys, and he's been stellar. Uh, Kevontae Turpin as well has really made a name for himself. Uh, Khalil Davis for the Texans has been outstanding, really just overachieving at this point, showing what he's made of, um, as well as LeBron Ray for the Carolina Panthers, former star. Khalil Davis, former stallion. Kevontae Turpin, former general. Uh, Brandon Aubrey, former uh, stallion, excuse me for stuttering on, on that, but he was also a former USL Championship League soccer player. Also a Notre Dame guy, so he's had one hell of a journey. It's good to see him succeed. Um, But no, I'm quite interested in what this new league is really going to look like. I know it's going to be called, or at least people are saying, it's going to be called the UFL. So the United Football League, which is pretty cool. I just hope that they try and keep some of the historical teams from each league. You know what I'm saying? Like keep the stars, keep the stallions. Um, keep the Maulers, keep the pan like I just I wish they would just keep all the eight teams or hope they do from the USFL and then take the successful four from the XFL. Don't bring in the Guardians, please. Don't bring in the teams with the terrible uniforms and low attendance rates. Keep the keep the Battlehawks, keep the Brahmas, keep um gosh, the DC Defenders, keep Seattle. I mean keep those teams and just get rid of the others and, and get those guys in free agency so they can get signed, get the coaches available, you know, for hire, maybe expand coaching staffs, expand roster sizes, expand the season by two games. Uh, I don't know, you know. I mean, we got to, you know, as fans of this league, we can't overreact and create fake news on Twitter. It's just getting outrageous and getting ridiculous. And the USFL and the XFL, a.k.a. the UFL, needs to make a legitimate announcement on some of these allegations because they're spreading. The USFL's been trending on Twitter for like two days now, and I'm kind of I love it for the league, and but I just want to see it legitimately be confirmed. I want some actual news. I want some, you know, I want Daryl Johnson or some of the new CEOs to come out and make a legitimate statement to the fans because some of these people are taking it away too far with some of these, you know, quote unquote findings because the players and the coaches are concerned about their job status about their you know living situation in a sense are they going to have to move are they going to have to relocate are they going to have to you know maybe find a new fucking profession god knows what that's what's going to be going through some of these people that are actually incorporated directly with this new league um what they're going to have in mind because why would you the the league that approaches why would you fold four of your teams for the league that approached the approached you for a merger that's stupid i'm immediately like already losing confidence in what this is and what's going to happen and you know how it's going to be logistically run i'm a little scared (laughs) um but you know it's neither here nor there i would also like to say i just got some stats real quick the nfl refuses to acknowledge that brandon aubrey is a two-time usfl champion Besides Al Michaels, he did say it on the live broadcast, I will say that, so shout out to you, Al. Uh, The Cowboys kicker is now 22 of 22 on field goals. Um, Let me see if I can find some more stats. Yeah, spring football does work. Yeah, he uh, is now 21 of 21 in his NFL career. NFL record for the most, now he's 22 of 22. 
Yeah, no, it's awesome. And actually, 25 of 25 after the game. That's fucking sick, man. It's cool to see him. The, the Birmingham uh, sports um, account uh, that's like directed with the Protective Stadium account on X slash Twitter. They uh, had a little photo edit of him in the Stallions jersey next to uh, him in the uh, Cowboys jersey. I don't know which I like more. And is he ambidextrous? I think he is. He's kicking with a left in one and a right in the other. That's fucking cool. I wonder if you found out that he's better with his left. That's really cool, actually. I didn't notice that before. Those are the things you notice over time, honestly. That's crazy, though. I, I'm I'm just looking at Twitter, and people are going nuts, bro. People are just going absolutely nuts over some of this news. And again, it didn't come directly from the league. We are not getting any actual verification from anyone that's actually anyone, to tell you the truth. We're getting nutcases like people on Twitter that are just going crazy, posting links to their Discord, saying, Yo, if you're anyone that's anyone, join this and talk about the, the league's merger news. If you join that Discord, you're just going to get so much of that fake inflated bullshit. Joined it, hopped out after like a month or two. It was all bullshit. Like, you gotta really take a lot of the stuff you see online, especially with sports, with a grain of salt. Wait till you hear actual confirmation from verified sources or the actual entity, the league itself. I mean, it's obviously going through a merger, so they're going through some changes. We have to wait and see what they are, but I'm still seeing activity from teams that apparently, according to some sources, are not on the final eight. If there's even going to only be 8, I would expect 12, or at least 14. I would expect some expansion with the amount of assets that are being brought to the table here. And I would hope for that, because that's a bigger bigger pay for the players, bigger contracts for the players. And, I mean, it's it's crazy to think that, you know, that might happen. I, I hope it doesn't. I hope it's not real. But it might be. It really might be. And if that is, and I really am, I am really wishy-washy on this new league. And you know, maybe I will um, eat my words on it. Maybe it might thrive if that's the direction it goes. But I would really expect this league to advance to a 12-team at least uh, league and expand the season. Go to 12 weeks of regular season, and then you have the two, but maybe expand it to three weeks of postseason, so 15 weeks of total football. You know, make sure the players and coaches are well accommodated. These these entities that are backing this league have the money. Invest. Because this is a poppin' product. It can draw viewers. It can create a whole new fan base for different clubs. You can get new owners in there. Like, let's, let's get, you know, let's get this ball rolling the right way. Hopefully they don't make the wrong choices. And if this is any indication, if this is actually real... Um, and, and these are just insider information, you know, outlets that are kind of getting out there and pushing this information out there, then you know what, I'll eat my words on what I'm saying, but as far as I know, I have not heard anything legitimately official. Um, but again, if they go this way, I don't see the league lasting in popularity terms. They, you know, according to the list on Twitter, it's very weirdly selected teams that would be staying. I just don't buy it yet. I just need to see it with my own eyes, honestly, at this point, because anything in this world can be faked and, you know, fibbed, if, if you will. 
Um, excuse me while I sip some of this uh, Pure Life H2O. But, um, yeah, you got to stay hydrated if you're you know, getting some mic time in. I will say this regarding our football coverage. I don't know if um, any of our USFL, XFL, or spring football listeners out there know this, but we do do a lot of NFL content, obviously. Definitely check out the previous NFL content with um, our uh, recaps and power rankings, but it has been permanently moved over to YouTube, those bigger episodes like that. Um, and we have our first one out. You know, kind of in perfect timing. It did get out before the end of the Thursday night game for week 13, but, or excuse me, week 14. The season's moving by so fast. But uh, make sure you check that out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at Tea Time Reports and make sure you uh, go back and listen to some of the other ones. Um, we will still be doing team coverage and you know, individual team coverage and individual series and stuff like that for the podcast, but we're going to try and grow the YouTube as well, diversify in the into that platform, if you will, because it is technically, and not even technically, it is flat out the biggest platform that you can probably, you know, expect to grow on and try and grow on, especially, you know, if you're getting into sports and, you know, music and film, you want to kind of get a little more face-to-face, but uh, we do greatly appreciate all the podcast listeners out there, but, you know, if you are into YouTube, if you know what it is, make sure you check out uh, hours and give us a little subscribe or a little like. It's greatly appreciated. All that support is uh, definitely not unnoticed. And uh, we finished off November very strong. So if you listened in and tuned in in the final couple days or even week, greatly appreciated. Um, wherever, whenever you're listening, uh, we we do appreciate it at Tea Time Reports. We try and be sincere about that. It's uh, you know not like we're just all oh, the numbers, bro. The numbers. The biggest thing, our biggest goal is to grow a community. It really is. And if we can find common ground and relation and sports, music, film, fuck it, video games, um, you know, news, all that good stuff, you know, that's what we'll try and do. And we're going to try and push out the best quality that we can at the time. It's not always going to be the best. It won't always be pristine, like a beautiful studio podcast, but it will be our 100% best effort. Um, And we try and have a couple laughs along the way. So that's the goal here. And definitely want to take a little second here to shout out all the boys putting in their work. Brandon, Logan, Caden, all the guys hopping on the podcast. You are not unnoticed either. You put in a lot of work, research, effort, and uh, that takes time. Time is, you know, costly. It really is. Uh, We could be doing something entirely different. (laughs) right now like working out i actually will say i've been working out recently and getting in shape so trying to stay on that track i guess you can say i mean i hang around a lot of a lot of my friends and my brothers are in shape so it's kind of one of those things where i want to get in shape like them and they give me that inspiration to do so but you know hopefully i give them that inspiration to want to get in the podcast i guess that's my um My goal, in a sense, is to keep the boys together and keep doing what we love, talking about sports, film, music, all the fun stuff in life that kind of keep your uh, head off the serious bullshit, if you will. You know, your bills, your obligations, your, you know, your family issues, whatever you got going on. Not trying to get too deep, but everyone's got baggage, right? Everyone's got their own journey, their own road that they're on. Uh, but a tea time reports here. You can expect a chill environment, a place where you can learn and laugh honestly along the way, and 
hopefully uh, grow to enjoy our idiocracy at the end of the day. That's the fun part about it. Um, but in terms of the USFL, I would just like to shout out, um, I guess, the two, two and a half years I, I covered this league, man. Covered it intensely. I, I, t- I live tweeted every single game for the two seasons it was on. And as the USFL grew to love so many of the players and enjoyed so many of those games. Case Cookus, the Stars, Frank Ginda, the Maulers defense, the, the Breakers, high-flying offense, Jonathan Adams, Johnny Dixon. Uh, gosh, the Showboats, Cole Kelly, Vinny Papali. So many teams that I, I didn't even know about I didn't even know about the USFL besides that SpongeBob movie where they come out of the dome as uh, the band that's actually a showboats game um, back in the 80s I didn't even know like about the USFL and I just grew so fond of the league because it was so new and fresh and rebranded and you know the Tampa Bay Bandits were a team in 2022 and you know then they turned into the showboats and you know it's just it was such a such a fun ride and if it takes a complete tailspin for the shitter um, just know that the USFL probably should have stayed on its own, in my opinion. I think it was on its right path, you know, going the slow route, but the right way, you know. Um, and if it fails, it's because the XFL was a part of it. <laughs> that's just my thought process. Excuse me. That's just my thought process on it. But um, you know, if you were a adamant listener and prevalent fan of my USFL coverage for those two seasons, I. You know, hope you appreciated the work I put in. You know, it's it was definitely not always fun to watch some of those slugfest games, but I never uh, I never missed a beat. I don't think, in my opinion. But you know what? If this league turns into something I can get behind, um, I, I will cover it. I will, and and tea time reports will reco- uh, You know, we'll cover it. But you know, I don't know to what degree. Um, I know, shout out to Brandon again, but I know he has a gambling series coming up and talking about betting more in-depthly and you know getting behind different sports and stuff like that, all types of sports. Um, and then potentially maybe some F1 coverage coming up. I'm really getting into that, actually. Um, quite heavily low-key. Been playing a lot of video games on it and also just watching so many YouTube videos. Um, and it's kind of... It's kind of... A, it's, it's getting my attention. It really is. And it hasn't before. And I know I'm late to the to the party, but... Hopefully um, we can bring a little aspect to the pod or at least to the YouTube channel about it and bring some new people in. But again, I'll stop blabbering on and ranting on. This is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Make sure everyone out there stays safe and stays awake and aware. Um, Again, shout out to the USFL and all the players that I have been able to talk about and watch. Uh, It's been an honor and a privilege, honestly, to be able to see guys like Mark Thompson, Darius Victor, and... Isaiah Henney and I, I, Troy Williams, guys I can't name enough, but I have definitely named plenty. You can check the receipts. Um, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports again, signing out. Take care, everyone. <laughs>